You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's After Show. Hey guys, thanks for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV, and this is our first Rush After Show. I'm Yvonne Masonette, and I am here today with my color-coordinated friend. Exactly. Clearly, we got the memo yes, of the we mint did. green. Nice. <laughs> JB? Yes, JB Zimmerman here. Happy to start off uh, Rush, the pilot. It's good yeah. stuff. It's really exciting, and I have to say, I love it. I'm hooked. Like, I saw it. What did you think? I mean, I think it's exciting. I mean, it's not... Your typical shows. So exactly. I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the other USA lineup suits. Royal Pains are all favorites. Um, it's great to see them kind of go in a different direction, a little bit darker. Yes. Um, but still kind of, with the theme, the the medical theme, but in a completely different spin. It was yeah, cool to see. It's kind of sexy. That's what I think. It's a sexy show. It, it's dangerous. It's, you know, it's. It's going back and forth between morals and, you know, like, do you do the moral thing, which he does not always do, William right. Rush. Um, it starts off with him having um, coke, <laughs> snorting coke with a beautiful woman, and she ends up going into, like, cardiac arrest or something, and he is so cool, he just pulls out his bag. And yeah, just let it. me just get my defibrillator that <laughs> yeah. I carry around with me, my yeah. pants. And then the date ends, Bam. like, you know, he drags her to the hospital, like, that's just part of a normal day for him, right? Yeah, I love how they're in this hotel room doing drugs, and she doesn't know what he does for a living. Yeah, that was kind of cool. She was, she was asking him, what do you do? Are you an agent? He's like, no. And then, you know, they're doing it, and then she passes out when he wakes her up with the defibrillator. That's when she's like, aha. Yeah, that's how she knows it's uh, it's good drugs. <laughs> You're too. a doctor. Like, oh, and these are Good, good yeah. thing. And um, the scene when they go into the hospital, you know, he drags the hot blonde <laughs> into the hospital and his best friend who went to Harvard with him, played by Lorenz Tate, um, Dr. Burke. And he goes and he brings in, you can tell that his best friend is kind of like, here he comes again. Like he's used to him and he has his back. And um, Rush graduated top of the class and Burke was second. Second at silver. Yeah. yeah. Which, what did he say about that? Uh, first loser, I yes, believe. Yes, second is the first loser. So he messes with him. And it, it, it was, it's fun, but it's kind of nice to see that he's got a best friend who's in the ER who kind of looks out for him. And what do you think about I think they, they're good kind of opposites. Um, you know, his friend is obviously sort of more by the book. He's got a family. He doesn't do drugs all the time it seems <laughs> right um so you know they i think there there's a good balance for each other um obviously there's but over rivalry as well as a friendship right. so it's a it's a good dynamic I and think. you can kind of tell that alex who's his best friend um is gonna keep him somewhat grounded or keep an eye on right. him exactly and maybe rush will kind of help loosen burke up a little his name is dr burke and he'll i feel like he will maybe be the one to loosen him up have him do things he may never do you know as we'll talk about later <laughs> very good point yeah i think it, i definitely got the vibe he's wound up a little tight now 
maybe back in in the Harvard days we can get some flashbacks or something. Yeah, that they you know were a little bit looser, or right. both of them. Um, you know. Rush is clearly very loose still. He's an animal now. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, how you can tell, like, what I felt, like, when he walked away from the scene with, you know, girl and after the hospital, like, he's a bad boy. But he likes it. He knows it. And he kind of likes it. You know what I mean? Do you feel right. the same way? Like, he's digging himself. Absolutely. He does not want to grow up. And, I mean, for a time I went to college, I definitely felt similarly. Like, you know, I don't want the responsibilities as much you want to party and have fun with right. your friends so i guess he's doing that even though he's not yes in college i think he's yeah he's grown. fighting some adult responsibilities yes. in a big way and um ted cummings this is yes the, ted cummings the baseball player yeah he's an athlete and he likes to beat i guess beat his women or his woman yes over <laughs> juice oh, yeah. apparently yeah. he's he's a big juice guy so she's drinking juice. It pisses him off. And he beats her. And who does he call? He calls Rush. Calls Rush. And what's kind of cool about him is he wants his money up front. He, he's kind of – he's not playing. He wants yeah. – he's doing this for the money. And if you don't pay him and you pay him first, then he's not – he's going to walk out. Exactly. I mean it, he sets up a very clear kind of business plan, which is very different from what we'd expect with medical care. Right. Um, up front, in cash, and – Huge amounts of money. I mean, yeah. granted, they're in L.A., which is kind of a cool setting because we're in L.A. So yes. there's hopefully there's a lot of things we can talk about um, there. Yeah. But it's just interesting because the clientele that he can get, um, obviously he wants to make money. But, you know, yeah, he is only for those sort of um, athletes that don't want something to get out. Right. Uh, very not only a, more of a concierge person, but very discreet as yeah. well. And so that's what they're paying for. Yeah, he's hiding. Yeah. It's almost a little bit, you know, like how Scandal, they cover up the scandals, you know, in that show. It's kind of like that. He's there. He's going to cover up your mess. Like, exactly. You killed someone or you almost killed someone and you bring them back to life. Or And so the girl, he stitches her up. Was it 15 grand? 15 for Put the first. Put him out 15 yeah. grand. And for just this, a eyebrow stitch. Yeah. I mean, it was a nasty um, raspberry yeah, that he gave her. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 15 grand for that just one... Yeah. One punch is... So and so that's that's when you can see like, you know, and and you can tell he, he it seems like he doesn't care, but I kind of think he does a little bit. But um we see a more human side of him when he goes to his best friend, you know, Dr. Burke's son's birthday party. His son's name is Elliot. You know, he's married, he has a little kid and Rush is the godfather um to Elliot and he goes to the party, but he goes high. Yeah. Definitely high. does more blow, of course, yeah. at the party. Yeah. And so he walks in high and then um looking for booze. Looking for booze. Where's the bar? And then the lady's like, This is a kid's yeah. party. He's like, Well, I know they where they keep their stash. I'll be back. Like he's you know. And um then him and Burke go in the back and they smoke a joint together. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's doing it by himself. He's blazing up in the bathroom again, yeah. doing more drugs at the kids' party. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first he meets his old flame, Sarah. Yeah. Well, doesn't um, he see? Oh, he, that's what drives yeah, him. Yeah, that's why You're he... Right. Yeah. He, um, he sees Sarah unexpectedly, I guess the love of his life, who left him yes, for some reason. The girl that got away, of the course. The one who got away, and he sees her, and he's bending down, and he sees her like as he looks over the counter, and he freaks yeah, out. As, he, as he's raiding the stash. Yes. Exactly. And so he runs and that's when he's like, oh my gosh, he's here. And I kind of think Sarah didn't expect him to be there and he surely didn't expect her to be there. And I guess he flakes a lot. So no one really thought he was going to come to the party. 
this birthday party because right. I guess he doesn't show up a lot. And he was getting annoyed because everyone was giving him a hard time about that. Like, oh, you're here. And, you know, he's like, yeah, why so is surprising. everyone surprised, you know, that I'm here? And so uh, I thought it was really cool. They went smoked. And then, you know, Burke, I guess, is stressed out over the whole situation because the wife is like, why is he here? You know, right. Because I guess Russia is like a problem. Well, I mean, he's clearly um, spiraling somewhere. We don't know how much right. because it, you know we're just meeting him and just kind of getting our bearings with how deep his problems go and and how big of a a big of part of his life the drugs really play. Um, it seems pretty pretty extreme. Yeah, it's intense. You're wondering how he even functions. Exactly. So then he sees Sarah, and you can tell as he lights up, he's. You know, all excited, and you can tell that she's kind of like, oh, here we go again. So we know that there's some history. Um, so what do you think about the whole Sarah Rush thing? Um, I like it. I mean, it seems like Rush needs people in his life to, as you said, ground him. He's. It, it seems a lot like he's too smart for his own good, and, you know, that sort of genius mind can get you into trouble. Right. Similar to, like, Suits, um, you know, when they're so smart, they almost think that they're too good and can yeah. get into to a bad place. Um, they kind of need all Someone the. To... Well, they they search for their their answers with substance abuse, which obviously does not always end well. No, um, <laughs> you're wondering how he functions exactly, and um, his assistant wonders how he's. There was a scene when she was like, you know, how do you how are you still up, and you know you are human. And he's like, I'm surprised. You think I'm human, or right. I'm happy to hear you think that I'm human. And he's like juggling the drugs to stay up all night and be able to function in the day. Yeah, I was so surprised at, at how much he was using. I mean, sort of like the uppers and the downers, like back and forth. It's really just like a seesaw. Yeah. Going, like, how can he do that and still function? Yeah. And then see, Sarah thinks he can even, on top of all this, now he's going to try and get her back. Um, while he's there, he begs for a date, right? He of sees course. Her, he's like, yeah. come on. And she's Can't like, let him hesitant. get away again. Yeah. Um, she said she applied for a position here in L.A., but she feels underqualified. And he's like, you're more than qualified. Please let me take you out to dinner. Um, no sex. He promises or she she says no sex. And then. Of course, he play, <laughs> he's got some tricks up his sleeve. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, obviously the, the date. I think he was always intending to kind of rekindle yeah. something. Clearly, he has deeper feelings than, you know, say, the girl that he dropped off at the hospital. For, right. This the is the drugs. one. Yeah. We're, 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 we're assuming Sarah is the one, you know. Um, and then there's Manny. who Exactly. I mean, just when Rush starts to turn that corner and it, it seems like he's winning her back a little bit, he gets a call and it's just same old Rush. He has to run out again. Um, you know, a doctor's life, I guess, his phone right. is never off. Um, always on the clock. So he has to ran, run out to his drug dealer um, who's in a sticky situation. Oh, yeah. And he sees him before. And we can kind of see that his drug dealer, Manny, when, you know, they met at like a restaurant sometime before he got Exactly. Home. And we, yeah, we get a little bit um, into his life. And, and he obviously helps out um, the baseball player, Ted Cummings. Yes. And, well. and, and we see that Manny and Rush have somewhat of a friendly relationship because Manny's jabbering and talking to him like it's his friend. And then he says to Rush, you know, these other guys, I, I give them drugs at noon and by like 6 p.m. they're calling me for more, but not you. You've got like discipline. You know, he said that. Right. And he was like, well, it's something called homeo. What did he call that? Some 
yeah, I medical do not term the, of how yeah. to control your balancing, you know. Um, so I, I feel like, yes, that was it. Biology. Yes. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because I thought, I mean, as a doctor, he's obviously able to prescribe himself some things. We didn't see that. We saw at the end he actually did have like a medical bottle. Yes. Um, I didn't notice if his name was on that, but I assume, you know, those types of prescription drugs, he probably doesn't have as hard of a time getting. And throughout, he's like on them all the whole time. Like, right. And what was interesting though is before the date, he chose not to be high when he first went on the date with Sarah. Exactly. That was he a very opened big, drawer. Yeah. yeah. He opened his drawer and we're like, he's about to hit it right before he goes out. And then he has like a flashback. And he like, he had, what was that happened when he went on the date? He had a flashback um, of him being with Sarah. And I don't know if he blacked out or he cracked a glass and he, he was misbehaving. And so he remembered that. And he's like, okay. And he can't do that door. again. Exactly. Not and then that. it seemed like he was trying to make up for, I mean, that's probably why Sarah kind of let him back in a little bit because he kind of admitted how bad it was before. He said he hasn't blacked out in three years, yeah. hasn't Got lost track fight. of his car in two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got in a fight. Not exactly. been in jail, he said, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems was, like his past was pretty bad, which and, is saying yeah. a lot because of where he is now. And for him, it was a big deal. Like, hey, it's been a few months since I haven't been arrested or had my car rebuilt. Right. Or, or, but when they're on the date together... Um, I thought that was pretty – not funny, but it's kind of funny. He's on a date trying to be good and doing his thing and then phone rings. Does, does this happen? The phone rings and then he ends up – they were getting hot and heavy, I think. Is this, oh, absolutely. Yes. And she tells him that she had the gene, the cancer. Yes. Um, um, B, yeah, it's BRCA1. BRCA1. Um, apparently like 60% um, cancer yes. rate. And so she had yeah. her boobs removed and new ones put in just to be safe. And then, but right when she tells him that the phone rings, she's like, "Answer it!" And then it's Manny calling, saying, Classic "Bro, Manny. I need you now." And he's like, "I'm off the clock." And he's like, "No, I need you now." So he goes to a warehouse where there are some serious—I don't know—thugs, gangsters, whatever. It's like a serious, sticky situation that Manny just pulled this guy into. And there's this guy who's been shot, stabbed. He looks shot. Uh, shot. It shot looks like. Right, yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, you know, dying and and he doesn't have what he needs. He's like, this yeah, guy. Yeah, need to go to the hospital. They are clearly gangsters and just naysay that right yes. away. And then he, they put a gun to his head and he's like, okay, so I'll be doing surgery in here then. Because <laughs> he's like, he has yeah, to go just to revise the, the plan. <laughs> All right. So he calls Alex, which we know Alex is not that guy. But he call he calls him. He actually calls someone first. Uh, first um, just pulling all, out all the stops. Yeah. He's in a desperate situation. And it so. shows that he did not go to Alex first. Like, he right. respects him. And so by the time he, the f- fact that he had to go to him was because it was Necessity, dire. Exactly. Like, I'm going to get shot and this guy's going to die. Let me call him. And Alex says, Literally, now, life and death. Yeah, yeah. Life and death, which is, like I said, this is what makes the show exciting. Um, I think it was, you know, well written just because that, this is what makes like, okay, you know, life and death and he might get shot. Right. The stakes were Harvard. very high throughout the episode, which is one of the main reasons I, I liked it so much as a pilot. Uh, it kind of never dropped off. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on. Um, and just kind of un- unexpected issues that you wouldn't think of. Um, unique problems. Obviously, a baseball player yeah. hitting his wife is, is something that's not normally dealt with 
as was the like millionaire guy. Oh, I love who, that one. <laughs> that was a good had one. A very difficult. He situation. broke his cock. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but he did. Yeah, <laughs> he was. That's. Pissed. I mean, yeah. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, but, he, ouch. and he was like, "I broke it and fixed it." And he's like, yeah. "Oh, I'm sorry. I don't deal with that." And he's like, "I'll give you 20 He's like, "Okay, I need it cash up front." And then he's like, "No, nah, sorry." And he's like, "Well, I'll give you. I'll double it." And he's like, okay, fine, wire it to my account tonight. And that, you know, at the end, that turns into something else um, that actually ends up linking to the gangster. So it's kind of exactly, cool. Exactly, yeah. And I like the the whole gangster thing because now we kind of know that Rush is going to have thug friends because he's helping the thugs, right? So not only is he this Harvard-educated doctor, he's handsome, he has all the ladies, he does the drugs, he saves people's lives, and now he's got an in with the gangsters. I mean... It's pretty cool, I mean, looking at, you know, for a guy. Right, right. I mean, he's obviously... It's an exciting life. (laughs) Very exciting. And he's very good at his job. I mean, he... Thank God he... It's kind of a reward that he gets to call those gangsters now because he went through a very difficult path to get there. Yeah, he earned Um, earned that friendship. So he's doing this surgery. So basically he calls Alex. Um, Alex has to... Alex is like, no. And then Alex actually risks his license and goes... In the hospital, steals some blood, puts a hoodie on. That was kind of funny. I was a little. I'm not sure that yeah, was a good idea. The clever cloak of a hoodie. You're, yeah, you don't. Just hide. No one will know. Yeah, you'd probably be better off just walking out like Doctor Burke as right. opposed to the guy in the hoodie. That was kind of funny. I thought that was silly, but I guess it was cool. So the doctor puts on a hoodie, goes out, got a blood blood in his bag, and he goes to the warehouse. And um, I thought it was really cool when he brings the blood. The guy, like, puts a gun to his head. And he's like, no, it's just blood, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know, because it's – anyways, um, so I thought it was cool because he said he's not leaving. You know, Alex, I'm not leaving you here. And Yeah, it really showed their friendship a lot that he was willing to stay there and make sure that um, that he, Alex – or that uh, Rush was going to be okay. And, you know, that love of just saving people that both doctors showed, you know, they – are all about, you know, they're seeing these guys that are basically gang ba- bangers that will kill them right. if they don't do it. Um, but they're still so concerned about saving the life. And that's that's something that's really cool. Yeah. They can see past whatever they've done. You know, the guy's probably shot over something pretty bad, we can assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's great to see that they just want to save, save the life. Like, do, do that. You know, everything else will work yeah. out. Kind of the motto they have is they don't ask questions. They don't. They just do their. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. And then Rush was like, you know, Alex was like, I'm staying here with you. And he's like, no. And then he's kind of like, he's like, you got a wife and kid. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, you got me Duche, there. you. <laughs> yeah. You insist. I'm going to go home now. Don't feel like getting shot. And so then he's like, it's a dark warehouse. There's a table. There's. He uh, sedates. He um, puts him under anesthesia. Yeah, the, the wife is freaking out. Freaking I mean, he, at him. He does have to cut open her husband. Um, yeah, so. that's true. But it's like in a warehouse. He, the whole scene was like crazy. Yeah, probably not the most sterile environment. Not sterile and, and tricky. He had to cut him open. And it was, I mean, Dr. Rush looked pretty cool doing it. I'm sorry. It was pretty hot. Like in his suit, you know. His yeah, just blood shirt, splattering everywhere. Blood splatter all handsome with his thing unbuttoned. And he's cranking out whatever yeah and then the uh yeah (laughs) as the cranking's happening um (laughs) they blow a fuse and the power goes out um so he's and then he finishes it like yo everyone get get your cell phones and exactly lighting with the cell phones and then the the thug i don't know his name do you 
Um, the, the one he was operating on? No, the one who was like holding the gun. Like, is he all right? Is he? Right? Oh, the main guy. I do not recall. Well, anyways, the main yeah. thug gangster. He was like, is he all right? And he there's this moment like, is he all right? Because I think if he's not all right, you're right. not going to yeah. be all right either. Because I would have pretended he was alive even if he was dead. Like, oh, he's fine. Let's just, just he's he's sleeping. Let me get out of he's, here it's first. Nap. Everybody yeah, it's naps. Everybody naps after open surgery. So, I mean, it was cool. And the guy who he did surgery on was begging for his life. Like, I have a kid. I don't want to die. I'm a good guy, you know. And I really loved that whole scene, the the wife freaking out, him having to juggle all of that, you know, and then, you know, do that. Yeah, it was crazy to see how quickly he reacted. I mean, we know that he's a good um, doctor, but in that situation to perform is incredible. I mean, he was doing that with, like, very limited tools in a warehouse by himself and then the power goes out he has to find a way to to continue yeah um and the cell phone thing is kind of a cool modern visual trick that they they use very Um, very cool and um it was also funny because in the end the i'm just calling him the gangster for now but he was like you're good with me and he gives him that hug the bro right. hug and he's like yeah me and you you know rush said to him, me and you we're good and he's like it's a bro moment it's a bro yeah moment. and then he looked at manny he's like you owe me you know like yeah. oh <laughs> you owe me it's like i'm gonna cash in on this yeah don't you worry and um so i thought that was pretty cool and i guess going back to uh dr bloom the one who broke his thing that was pretty funny. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, after that traumatic event, he, he goes to his car. You know, it's daytime. He left the scene with Sarah to go and to help out Manny. So it's – he's – when he said he was going to be right back, clearly he did yeah. not oh, make yes, good on, yes. on that. So, you know, he goes into his car, pops, pops a Valium. <laughs> and he's up and he yeah. looks in the mirror and he's all jacked up. He does not look well. He does not well. look good. He, he is haggard. Into, he's, yeah, yeah. he is – I heard there's mess. blood all over his stuff. His neck, yeah. his shirt. And then he has the balls to go roll up to have breakfast with Sarah, lovely Sarah. And what does he do? When he was in there, he was sitting and she's like, you're not well. She's like, you can't do this right. to me. And then she says, I got the job. Yeah, she got um, admitted to, I believe it's like UCLA. Or, yeah. or there's a there's a very high established program. That she didn't that feel she... she was qualified for. And then she says, I got the job thanks to your letter. Exactly. Reveals that he is always looking out for her. I mean, I don't know where she lives before because she yeah. said uh, she was like in was it town. Chicago? Um, I'm not sure, fans. We'll see. Maybe you Definitely guys let us know. can let us know. And, you know, this is our first, you know, episode. So we want to know what you guys think about um, Rush. We want to know, you know, s- you know, send us your comments. And also, you know, you can check us out on iTunes. But we would love Absolutely. to hear like what you think about the episode rush you know the way the whole thing is going because i really like it i think it's it's yeah i'm a i'm a fan too and fans out there uh if you're watching this show definitely rate and review um our show keeps the lights on here and and keeps the content free so we can talk more about the uh, new show yeah we can just talk 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 um so the other thing is ted's girl ted he comes back into the picture ted cummings again yeah, he's got to basically close up all the loose ends yes. before the episode. You know, um, Ted, who's probably the least likable character in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, hitting his, his girl. Like is, hard. Yeah. I mean, not that hitting is okay, physically beating like her. Yeah, beating over her. Um, juice. Yeah, she, she wanted the juice. And you know, did you notice when 
um, Rush was with Manny. He asked Rush, are you still giving Ted steroids? And then Manny's like, no. So I guess his rage is yeah, because he's withdrawing rage. from, I guess, steroids when you withdraw. I do not I know. Guess, I thought it was while you were taking them, maybe. but I, I'm no expert. Yeah, um, me either. But maybe it's when you're coming off or maybe he's getting bad steroids from someone. I guess that would could Yeah, that could do it too. I mean, just – He's on roid, so there's a <laughs> there's totally... a roid rage issue um, yeah. that's that's very clearly set up. And so that that was kind of letting us know that okay, this guy's. But so, anyways, we get another call, and, right? And it's even worse this time. Yeah, and I guess to go just a little bit forward, Eve, the assistant, who you know, Russian Eve, they have like um, something. You can tell that his assistant Eve, he he's very fond of her. We're not sure exactly the backstory of how they. That's probably going to come in the next next episode, how they, you know, came to work together. Right. He's fond of her. He seems protective of her. And um, she has a date the same night he has a date with Sarah. They talk about it a little. And you could tell he's curious, like, who are you going out with, some jerk? Or, you know, she goes to the bar and some guy comes up to her. Is that the guy? The guy who came up to her, was that her date? Who said something about her skirt? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that was her date, but some jerk comes up and says something about her skirt and is lame and she doesn't like him. And anyways, the girl at the bar is the same girl who Rush stitched up from that Ted beat her butt, you know. And she sees him and sees her and she says, you know what, he's not going to stop. You should don't see him anymore. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? She goes, I work for Will Rush and I'm telling you he's never going to stop. That's. The girl who, you know, got stitched up right. by him. And so fast forward, then we get another call from, you know, Eve calls Will and is like, you need to get to Ted's house now. We get there. The girl's busted up even more than the first time. Her lip is like split from here to here. Right. She's, she's unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if she's alive. Right. Yeah. She see. could very well be dead. And he just can't even help. It's the first time he was like, you need to call an ambulance right now. That's the only way. That's the only thing we can do. Yeah. Um, obviously, Ted does not want that because of the bad press and everything. Um, obviously, he's a very unlikable character, worried about his, his image yeah. on, on and he's ESPN blaming the next her, day. Right? Said, well, yeah. He was like, oh, what did she do this time? What was it that made him mad this time? He said she was asking que- – oh, she talked about the incident with – Right, yeah. She talked to someone, um, which was his assistant. Yes. Um, as we, f- as it unravels, we find out that his assistant came to her and, you know, she's the reason why the whole it escalated. She probably stood up to him and he got very angry. Yeah. And then when Eve and Will walked into the house, he's like, is it you? Are you the one who called her and told her? And he kind of gets aggressive with her a little with, you know, Eve, the assistant of Will Rush. And that was kind of like, you can tell this guy's a wild temper. Like really wild, but I thought that was a great scene. And um, he wanted money, or what? he was like, "Is she alive?" And he's like, "She needs to go to the hospital." And um, what happened after that? It was well, yeah. Uh, Rush says we need to call the ambulance. Mm-hmm. There were he's worried about his image, so he knows a a guy that drives an ambulance that's unmarked, untraceable, and no one will ever find out. So they call him. Uh, he gets the okay. They get that. Um, the assistant rides with her to the hospital to make sure everything's okay on that end. And, uh, you know, Rush is, is getting paid, about to leave, and then Ted just has to say that one comment that sets him off, you know, I can always count on you, which, which sounds innocent, but it's definitely 
you know, showing that he doesn't care and yeah. he doesn't get what he's doing is wrong. He's and, basically thinking, I'm counting, I could whoop a girl's butt and you'll be there. And right. that was, it set him off and that showed that he does have some moral code because he was, some things he'll walk away from, like, I'm not going to help you if you don't pay me. Right. And that was when the guy's penis was broken. He was like, too bad. But that was, okay, he could walk away from that and he right. made him pay. But when it came to this girl, you know, and he said that, you can see that he cares a little. He says he doesn't, or he acts like he doesn't, but he cares because that really set him off. And yeah, he's not just about the money. He, I mean, for something like that, it's good to see, you know, it it is in his character to kind of right that wrong. Like clearly the guy is abusing consistently and he needs to be taught a lesson. So it was great to see Rush kind of take that situation differently and be like, you know what? That's not but, okay. But he took the money. No matter oh, yeah, what absolutely. happens, he was like pissed, and you know he 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 knows he beat that girl. But he yeah, took get that the money, money first. He was and like, then less than time. Yeah, <laughs> put yeah. in the money, and then he beats Ted with a baseball bat. He yes, the irony. Yeah, of course. Um, interesting about the money because it, it's so much. It seems like this episode was all one day, right. or I guess it's twenty four hours There's because a lot he spent. Going on to um, this guy. Yes, very much so. He didn't get paid for the warehouse incident, yeah. but he got fifteen thousand for the first incident. Um, then he got forty, 40. for the guy's broken dick. Yeah, which I mean, as you should. Yes, you should double, get, double yeah, that. at least <laughs> at the very least. Yes. Um, and then uh, I, I'm not sure how much he got the second time, but it's probably it was, expensive. Was it fifteen or was it thirty? It's at least 15, because if the first beating was 15, this, this is have been very, 30. yeah, this is w- way worse. They had to double, call an ambulance. Yeah. Um, they probably haven't paid. But he's him. making big money. Right. But he's also living so reckless, you know? That's what's weird. I, I guess he's just blowing it all on drugs, because his car, not that nice. No. Kind of an old, I mean, well, it's, it's a Mercedes. Cool, like it's but vintage. No, yeah. But, yeah, he's he's blowing, he's living that L.A. life. Like, if, what a great place for this show to take place, because he's living that life, you know? And um, speaking of the broken dick guy, he said he was going to give him that 40000 But, you know, at the end of the day, Eve was like, he he asked his assistant, so did he? And he's like, no. So who do you think he calls? Yeah, he calls <laughs> his newfound friends, the gang members. The gang I mean, guys. good call yeah. to make. Clearly yeah. intimidating. Um, you know, got the enforcers. We got a little uh, foreshadowing about when they were looking around the place. And he said, like, when he was explaining he doesn't have any uh, money in cash around but he's good for it he's like i'm a producer this is whatever yeah yeah crystal (laughs) how do you say that swarovski crystal um he's like and then this painting is worth a hundred thousand dollars and he was doing all that he's like i'm good for just fix my stuff right you know and um so he doesn't pay and we call in the thugs and thugs go in to Bloom, Dr. Bloom, right? Or Mr. Bloom's house. Mr. Bloom, yes. And they get what they came for. I mean, it was he was outnumbered. He, I don't think he's much of a fighter anyway. Yeah. Um, but he definitely outnumbered three, three to one with I wouldn't members. have put up a fight. I'd be like, so I'd help yeah, take just, out okay. my 100000 Guns, painting. I see you. Um, I'll pay him. Yeah, here. And so he ended up losing a $100,000 painting instead of just paying the 40000 which makes no sense. But it's cool. The one thing I thought was very interesting is now you would think they're even, right? Favor for favor. But he said the text, you know, he texted um, the gangster guy, texted Rush, and he was like, job is done. Now you owe me. And I'm like, hey, 
that's not really fair. It was supposed to be, in my opinion, I'm thinking it's even. So this drug guy is probably going to appear again. And he has a, he's going to have some hold over him because it's almost like that's unbalanced. What did you think? Definitely. I mean, let's, uh, let's talk about it in predictions. I yeah, think. that's what I was thinking. We can, but also I think we should talk a little bit about some gossip. It's not really gossip, but I just thought it'd be really nice to talk a little bit about, um, <laughs> so, um, he is 6'3 and he's from the UK, he's from Wales and, um, his name is Tom Ellis. Tom Ellis. He's tall. On top of all this, <laughs> he's tall. He's got the accent. Um, he's going to be the hottest bachelor for 2014's people, you know, people's hottest bachelors. And um, what he said about the, having a successful character is the key to a successful character is that fans are rooting for him and he has to be likable, even if he's flawed. And I think we we can say he succeeded with that. I completely agree. I think it's we're kind of in a villain age of TV, uh, you know, in a lot of ways. Breaking Bad obviously made Walter White really popular. Um, House of Cards. There's a bunch of examples of people who exhibit all these horrible traits that we traditionally think about, and you know, getting the audience to really root for them. And I think they did a good ch- job of that. Totally, like Dexter, right? We loved Dexter. Right. The, you know, serial killer guy, because you gotta be likable. This guy's so likable. You know, I feel like he's crushable. He's good looking. He's, he's living that fast life, but he's likable. And so he was successful with that. And then, um, some other gossip is that he's, well, I don't know if he's available, but he's divorced. <laughs> he's recently divorced. He has two daughters. And so that's just a little bit so we can kind of get to know, you know, our yeah, characters. Exactly. And so I guess we can now do predictions. Let's. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh. Okay, so I kind of already mentioned this, but I do think that our drug guy, and I wish I knew his name, but I didn't catch his name, is going to have a hold over Will Rush. I think that, and I also predict. Um, do you think? Do you do you agree with that? That there's going to be some. Control? I think so. I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth. I think they're going to help each other out. It seems like Rush is kind of spread thin. It, he's just one guy. He tries to do it all himself. He does have an assistant, but you know, in terms of logistics, it doesn't seem like she really knows how to help. Um, you know, in the field or elsewhere. Um, you know. Shows like Royal Pains are kind of a team, uh, more of a unit. Like there's people helping. Right. Um, it's not just one character. It seems like Rush is sort of the do everything guy. He He's got to handle everything, um, including his own personal problems. So he, it's like he has support. He has his friends. He has people who keep an eye on him. But he doesn't. He's alone in in this, in a sense. And um, I guess my other prediction, I don't know what if you have any, but I just think him and Eve, there's something brewing. I know he loves Sarah, but because he can't have her, there's an undercurrent. There's some attraction. And, you know, she did say how we met. If, if we followed your rules, because he told her don't care. Remember right. he said after she tried to help the girl and she got her butt beat more, he was kind of like, you know, you can't care. And then she's like, but if we followed your rules, you know. Yeah, we wouldn't know we each wouldn't other. wouldn't know. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see how that goes. So. Yeah, I mean, I usually advocate against closing the circle and making it um, so small with the with how many characters are in the show. But there's definitely an attraction there. I think it, it's 
something they'll explore definitely whether or not they're going to be together in the long run. Right. I don't know. I mean, I they introduced Sarah that she was kind of a big part, but it was interesting where they chose to make it her decision to leave, but we know that she's moving here. So although he said he's not going to try to bump into her, he's going to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure LA's not that big. I think that's a safe prediction. He he's got her living in Silver Lake. That's what he suggested to her for her to go to Silver Lake. Which is if she's at UCLA, I with the traffic, I would not yeah. promote that. So, I don't know. I yeah, I think that'll be interesting and he'll be always chasing her and then I think Eve's maybe possibly in love with him and we'll just have to see. So, um, yeah. So can you just tell us where we can find you on social media? Absolutely. You guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Yvonne Masonette on Twitter. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 